Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the Archers with me, Harriet Carmichael and Lucy Freeman and the permanently baffled Mr. Newbie. Before we dive in, let's remind ourselves of what happened last week with Lucy's Week in Ambridge. We began the week with Lee being sent to the pose that Russ wanted him to do in the life modelling. He was a bit shocked, but Russ left him a white toweling robe and a pack of Andrex washlets, so he should have been fine. But he wussed out. So Joy filled the void as predicted by Harriet Carmichael, who is clearly a cross between Mystic Meg and Nostradamus. Not only... Did she predict that Joy would be the life model, but used her exact words, i.e. that curves were nicer to draw. So not only can Harriet do all the voices, she's now writing the scripts too. (laughs) This is why she gets the big money, people. Um, Elizabeth was slightly perturbed at the fact that Russ had managed to bugger up the seemingly simple task of getting a bunch of randy old ladies together to draw a fit young man in the nip. But I suspect Russ's time at Lolo is up anyway now that Rex and his troop of performing woodland piggies are on the scene to distract Lily with their fantasia-like cavortings. Oh, Adam had his cross voice on. Crossy, crossy, cross, cross. Or because Jazza likes Peppa Pig more than Finding Nemo. He went all spitty again and said to Brian, when exactly were you going to tell me? So now they've decided to get rid of the fishy lettuce and put all the lettucey fish in the fishing lake where people can fish them out again and eat them with lettuce. This circular economy is baffling, isn't it? Anyway, Brian put on his airy, oh, don't make such a fuss voice that he always does to infuriate Adam when in actual fact you can practically hear the veins throbbing in Brian's forehead when he doesn't get his own way. The pair of them seem to have abandoned any pretense now of having any affection or respect for each other and it's like listening to a 14-year-old boy being told that no, he cannot drive his motorbike round the lawn. <laughs> if I was Alice, you'd let me do it. Brian went on to describe Alice as pragmatic, which I think translates as well it's there so I might as well drink it. Adam tried to imply that, because, that uh, it was because he wasn't Brian's son that he was being treated badly, but he forgets that Debbie isn't Brian's daughter and Brian treats her like a cross between the Queen and Simone de Beauvoir. So it's not because Brian didn't begat you, Adam. It is because you are a whiny knobend. <laughs> Talking of whiny knobends, Jennifer was appalled at the party favours for the christening, as well she might be. Susan was making biscuits in the shape of Martha's face. Round. Biscuits are round, baby's faces are round. Hardly a stretch, Susan. Anyway, the poor baby biscuit apparently had a bow on its little bald head and a conch like Barbara Streisand, which must be alarming to look at, never mind eat. Alice went to see Alan to talk to him about God. Luckily, she gave him some notice, so he had a chance to mug up on the rules. (laughs) Now, God, you know, Alice, he loves you, even if you are an idiot, it says here. So that's nice, isn't it? (laughs) 
Thankfully, my prediction was not as accurate as Mystic Meg Carmichael's, and the target of Mia's somewhat panting devotion is Rory and not Ed, which I was somewhat pervily worried about. She seems somewhat obsessed with his foam banana, much to Ben's amusement, (laughs) even if it is vegan. She came round to talk to Rory about plastics and petrochemicals, and there was a lot of slightly dodgy science being bandied about, which I suspect came straight off TikTok. She asked him what petrochemicals he used, and he brilliantly said, Petrol! Poor old Harassment and Fallon are now the wicked witches of the West for refusing to be godparents to little baby Martha Jazz Classics, Jazz Classics Carter. Fallon heroically tried to rein it in with a series of feeble excuses with the result that Brian cast nasturtiums on Fallon's pulled pork and slaw baps. But then he hasn't had his pulled for yonks, so that's probably why he's a bit grumpy. And then Rex and Lily, who up until now I thought were the most entitled pair in Ambridge, got competition from Pip and Rex. Well, at least he's consistent. (laughs) Squabbling and swiping away until they got the back of the legs slapped by Emma. I hate you because your daddy wouldn't give me a farm. Then giggling away at very little. No, you stop. No, you stop. You're a poo. No, you're a poo. And I thought, what is this nonsense? And then I realised that that was the light relief to give us a quick breather before we tuned into the shit show unfolding outside. That was very, very odd. Alice seemed to have got more drunk in the car driving to the church after having coffee and water, I mean, unless she was perched in the passenger seat swigging miniatures, but even Chris isn't dense enough not to have spotted that. (laughs) Emma was stomping about with steam coming out of her ears already before Alice and Chris started going at each other, but the bizarre bit was Emma saying, They can all hear, Chris. They're all watching. Jennifer heard, etc., etc., when none of them said anything. They didn't even shift uncomfortably from foot to foot. They just stood there in total silence with their jaws dropped. I mean, if your daughter was being ripped apart by her husband and sister-in-law in a church car park, you'd say something, even if it was, oh, I say, you know, steady on. Anyway, the floodgates opened. Chris broke down. Alice's secret is out. Fallon and Harrisman are off the hook. Emma's pumped up like a self-righteous helium balloon. And I feel like I did after Custard Gate with Rob and Helen. Sort of relieved and a bit silly and a bit disappointed. So there we are. Now, does anyone want 46 biscuits in the shape of a head? The end. Yeah, well, I, I thought that too. That's all I thought at the end of the episode was, what are they going to do with the biscuits? <laughs> <laughs> and I think they were silent because they were throwing the confetti Oh, the christening confetti. Is that a thing? Christening? I haven't been to a christening for years and I had no idea all this bullshit now happened. I still haven't gone over party bags for children's birthdays and that's been going on for decades. But I'm just really glad it happened this week because I loved Jennifer and Susan and yeah. the favours. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was so, you know, oh, it's like the archers at its best. Yeah. Like class wars. Yeah. But then sweetly the two of them... Uh, yes. bonding yes it was because very she realised actually how much effort that uh, that Susan well, was going to for this yes. and everything else and that actually ultimately it doesn't matter they just yeah. feel the same yeah. oh it was really cute yes but I cannot genuinely uh, imagine anything more hideous than a biscuit in the shape of a baby's head though 
Although weirdly, because I was like, oh, God, that's so disgusting. And you know, like when you get, um, you know, now you can get cakes and they've sort of like put a photo of you. <laughs> yes. But you look, you, everyone's distorted and yeah. they're so ugly and horrible. <laughs> but but then actually on Twitter, someone did put some baby biscuits. And they, if you iced it in a sort of cutesy, but I, in my head, she'd done like a caricature of Martha with, you know, like shading. And because it's really hard to draw to draw a baby because babies look like old people unless you're clever you know they look ugly because they're bald aren't well they? you'd and have they... to make like an anime baby wouldn't you with yes just you'd big have to make a cartoon baby exactly pouty mouth but obviously in all our heads it was some horrible <laughs> distortion of her face yeah. and nose some grotesque thing <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. no i thought that was hideous but wasn't but... it weird yes it's what i said to you in a text yeah where was everyone because i <laughs> It was re- that scene was so odd because um, so odd. by the time it comes to the end of the week, I'm extremely tired and kind of a bit wrung out with everything generally. I've got two children going through exams, so you can imagine. And, um, oh, whatever. I don't even know if they are exams. Whatever the hell the Department of Education is doing, they're doing that. Um, and uh, so I'd seen on Twitter, everyone went, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I can't, I can't, I can't deal with this. This is too awful. This is dreadful. So I knew it was going to be, I knew something mm. bad had happened. A big one. And then Mr. Newbie rang me very nearly in tears because he said, <laughs> I can't go with this. It's too awful. <laughs> uh, and he was very, very sad. And I thought, oh my lord! And uh, people started going, I just can't, I can't, I can't cope with this. And I, I, you know, da, da, da. and then you said to me, brace yourself. But you mm. said something about, oh, they they didn't do the crowd scene properly. They didn't, they didn't. What did you say? Well, in, no, in my head, it it was Albert Square. So they were yeah. having a massive bunny, and it would have been outside the Princess Vic if it, if it was yes. in EastEnders. Yeah. But there'd be a massive crowd outside, yeah. jeering and sort of yeah. adding atmosphere. Leave and it, Chris. She ain't worth yeah. it. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> but instead, it was like yes. just three of them having a sort of quiet but yes, massive row, and then <laughs> and a group of totally silent people standing <laughs> around, like Emma going, "Don't worry, Chris. Mum heard everything. <laughs> Jennifer heard everything." And you're like. Oh, but they're going, okay, <laughs> Alice, you know, it's like, it, it just didn't, it wasn't, it just didn't quite no. work, did it? Would no. have been better not to mention that everybody was listening. Yeah. And then Emma could have gone in, back in and said, well, you ought to see what's going on around there da, 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 and told the, everybody. Yeah. Or even the next episode, yeah. they obviously had all found out because they're not Well, I suppose they had to ensure that... <laughs> Because if you if you heard that, if it was your daughter and you heard that, so if say Emma had told Jennifer or something, you would think she's got it wrong, she's exaggerated it, you didn't say that. So it, she had to be there to actually hear it, except it would have been yeah. nice if we had had an inkling that she was there. <laughs> no, instead, you just got Emma going, yeah, quite right. Yeah. No, did she? Yeah, you say it, Chris. Yeah, that's right. No, you don't have to, Chris. Yeah. And Chris is like, all right, can you just shut up a minute, Emma? I'm trying to just, I'm trying to have a go at my wife. She's like, she's like the one who offers to hold the coats in a fight yeah. and then revs everybody up, you know. Yeah. You're supposed to be calming it down and instead throws petrol she, on it. And yeah, every, she you know. couldn't wait yeah. for that row to yeah. happen. Yeah. I, I don't, and I thought, I well, I just thought, I thought they were both, horrible although obviously i can see why chris was angry but no of course i can see why he's really <laughs> devastated and but 
but this has been going on for ages. Like I, I think it was because she nearly dropped Martha. Yes, yes, I suppose. But but then why didn't you address this mm, when yeah. Martha was born? Yeah. And also, why did you agree to have a christening where you knew there'd be yeah. booze and yeah. stress for Alice? Yeah. And so, yeah. of course, you know, you have to forget all that. It's a well, drama. Well, he's a dick, isn't he? Because everybody knows that alcoholics lie. They lie their arse off. All addicts do. And the fact that, you know, he, he says, oh, you keep making me believe you. You know, that you're, because yeah. we've heard this from her so often. Oh, I re- I'm really committed now, Chris. I'm really, I wouldn't do anything to harm Martha. You know that. Da, da, da. And then she does. No, but it's not really fair because the last we heard when, you know, she had yeah. a drink before, she was like, I can't do this. I'm I am leaving. leaving. Yeah. I'm not safe to be with Martha. And he's like, and then, but then suddenly she's still there. But then and- he said, okay, then. Uh, yeah, of course you are. Of course you are. You can't leave. Then he said, okay, then go. Then she didn't. Yes. Then, yeah, it was really odd. Very and odd. Of, of course, you know, he, of course he, you know, it was like, you know, he was, he was really good, wasn't he? I thought he, he, he acted it very well and, and yeah. you could feel his anger and of course you blow up, you, of course he was going to blow up like that and he'd had it. But then actually Emma to just stand there and go, yeah, too right, you tell it, yeah. She's like, well, hang on, you, wait a minute, <laughs> you, He's like, yeah, then she snubbed Harrison. If I was Emma, I'd be like, whoa, 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 what? What? Okay, everybody calm down. Let's go and talk about this. Yes, not in the car park. (laughs) It was like Emma knew all this secretly and she was just waiting for this moment so she could have another go at Alice and be justified. Yeah. So all that bullshit about... um... Uh, all that bullshit about oh let's go to the nail shop and I'll yes. treat you to this and you're you know when when because she, <laughs> she'd had the inkling that Alice yeah. was an alcoholic yeah so don't act like and and I kept I kept, I kept thinking about this I kept thinking like how would I react because you know like on the outside I feel like Alice is the victim you know we need to mm. help Alice and mm. be a bit more patient but then on the other hand if it was my child mm. and I don't feel like. You know, if you, if, and, and actually there is something really, because re- I had a, we had a babysitter once and she was an alcoholic, although I didn't realise until she'd already looked after the kids once. I thought there was something weird about her. Mm. Then the next time I smelt it on her breath Ooh. and, and, and yes, unfortunately it was all, anyway, I was, I didn't say anything, but I could, you know, there's just something a yeah. bit, there, you, you know, someone's not in their right, they're just a bit. Yeah, glazed eyes, yeah. a bit, and you're like, or "Whoa, a bit you're not." Or things. Yes, you're not slightly. in your body. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. You know, you're not going to be safe. I don't know yeah. what you're going to do. Yeah, and and that is quite. That is a bit repellent, yes. isn't yeah. it? It is. So I can, I feel really conflicted about like. I think uh, that I think, I think they've done it faithfully. It's but which is why it's so frustrating to listen to because they've yeah. done it as it actually happens, which is. People get into the absolute end of their tethers and yeah. feeling some sympathy with addicts, but also wanting to just shake them and say, yes. will you just... And also, why you know, can't you stop on your... It's your daughter's christening mm, of all the days. Mm, but it's like, well, duh, that's the day. Of course she's going to... We all yeah, knew that, Chris, yeah, you dick. Yeah, we all knew yeah, it was going to come yeah. to a head on... Although I thought it was bank holiday Monday, so I'm not that much <laughs> of a mystic, Meg. <laughs> Yes, it's Bank Holiday Monday, Lucy. They're having the christening. I got my invitation. Um, I turned up at the church. Yes, but after, no one your, there. after your remarkable hit with yes. not only predicting what Woo. was going to happen, but predicting the actual words used. 
I know. I loved that. Did you cheer when it happened? Yes, yes. (laughs) But of course it was going to... In fact, I could feel it throughout the whole episode. I was like, of course it's going to be Joy. Right. It would have been better if it was Russ, because that would have been funny. I um, loved the idea that she was going to... She just sort of... (laughs) sort of bamboozled them into having a having a her election stuff all over yeah. the place while she's yeah, standing there with really her kit good. off yeah <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what that made me laugh about the um of all the, the the stuff that went on in that art class it was when russ just went well i've got a toweling robe in case lee hasn't bought his own <laughs> it's like, hang on lee doesn't even i mean why would lee turn up with his own yeah. yes i've bought my own toweling robe actually guys <laughs> i'm a bit of a profesh at this <laughs> It what was just a funny throwaway mark. Oh. <laughs> but Russ is like so duh that he, it was, that just really made me laugh for some reason. <laughs> He's such an idiot. I can't work out what his saving grace is. I mean, it, it, I don't even know now how he'd even be attractive to Lily. Well, I think you're right in that I think they're sort of making, he's about to become a, absurd and be got rid of and then I think there's going to be a love triangle between Rex and Lily and Pip oh god because that was like cringe wasn't it all that like (laughs) Emma's such a naughty girl (laughs) she's so strict (laughs) oh they are tedious those two nobody on the we've said this before but nobody on the archers can do flirting properly well, also, when you know it's Pip and Rex, it yeah. just makes it a bit like, eek. Yeah. Um, but th- but presumably, I, 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 I thought that was the beginning of a... M- then when you said, oh, maybe it was just like the light-hearted stuff to contrast with the row, uh, maybe it was. Maybe it's not going anywhere. No, I think it is going somewhere. Right. Because I think yeah, there's going to be a like, big thing with... Yeah, because he was like, you're my favourite. Yeah, with Toby. Toby. And... Um... Toby. <laughs> Toby. <laughs> <laughs> with him and you know and there's going to be a Ruby. kind of a, yeah. <laughs> there's going to be a um a kind of a a, a thing there isn't there a dilemma isn't, there isn't between... um Phoebe also in love with Rexo well I think so yeah I think you think so but for, but, but I th- yeah Phoebe doesn't seem to have kind of She's sort of too anxious to be in love with anybody. <laughs> She's just in a permanent state of yeah. near hysteria, isn't she? I don't think she ever sleeps, no. does she? She's so worried about the seeds <laughs> and where to put them <laughs> and those hessian toilets. <laughs> she just never They're sleeps. full protection from longhorn cattle when you're having a quiet poo. <laughs> hessian, yes, it's like Kevlar. It's well known for its protective abilities. Properties. Um, yeah, so I was relieved. I, for one, was relieved oh, at, good. at I, this at this thing. I was dreading it, and then I listened to it, and I thought, well, that was bullshit, and uh, I didn't yeah. feel anything, and but I wasn't upset. Oh, but, but I but was that... relieved that it's now out, so I yes. feel, whew, yeah. But you know what happened? It's like when you go and see a really good film, mm. and everyone's like, oh, my God, it's amazing. Oh, my God, it's amazing. And then you're like, mm, that's all right. Yeah. Because what well, we'd all bigged it up to you as yes. being like some massive, yeah. Yeah. massive drama. But it was. I mean, Chris's pain was really yeah. cut through, I thought. It just didn't quite work, did yes. it? No. I think, actually, what... Uh, here's a little note. Um... <laughs> not that I know anything. 
I I wondered if actually it should have been like you know sometimes they do like a whole episode on mm. and it's the build up and you get the build yeah. up between it there wasn't really much build up to it because actually no. she was having a chat with Jennifer yeah, exactly and you were like oh yeah. she's going to be good but then she probably will have a glass yeah. of champagne and. The, and then suddenly she'd had the miniatures. So yeah. I, I thought, oh, I wonder if they cut a scene or something. I don't I know, like... but I, I know exactly what you mean. I wrote in my notes, well, that came out of nowhere. Yeah. Because it was yeah. like, you know, one minute he was saying, I'll put the kettle, I'll make you some coffee. And then the next minute she no, arrived. No, one minute she was going, oh, I can't put my earrings on. Yeah. Which I do a lot. <laughs> Although, if I asked Rufus where my earrings I went, know! Like, oh. On the bedside table. <laughs> 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 Oh, I can't put my eyes. Oh my gosh, you're drunk, yeah. wasn't it? Oh, yeah, I am. I don't sound it, but I am. I am. Sorry, sauce, <laughs> sauce. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> yes. Well, I'm. I'm relieved it's 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 out now because now it's yes. not my problem anymore. Yes. Because <laughs> obviously it was before. It's all down to me. Were you holding on to it? I was in yes. a really stressed out manner. I was. I was. Oh, but I did. I really do not want it to be that they just don't keep her you know i do not mm. want this sort of like her trying to have access to the baby but she is not safe to have the baby at the moment she is if there's someone there if if her, she yes no of course if or... if she's with if she's with someone yeah yeah but, but then she I is not also... safe to have care of the baby as a mother at the moment because no. she is ill and she is unable to make sensible decisions but then what does she do does she have to go back to yeah. rehab yeah mm. Oh, poor Alice. And not so expect sad. that she can sort it out in two weeks. I was I was quite proud of Fallon for not saying anything to yeah. Brian. Because I wanted was to heroic. punch him in. Yeah. I would have smashed him in the face she, with some quiches. Yeah, because actually Fallon from being who, you know, you know I was a bit cross with her. Mm. I was like, oh my God, because oh, he was, uh, oh, he was so annoying, wasn't he? Like, A, it's none of your business yeah, who is God. Absolutely. B, it's yeah. none of your business why they might not want to be God. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. oh my God. You know, and maybe then to, she's And like... then to deny Fallon, when Fallon said, oh, it's, I mean, even though it was a bloody ridiculous excuse, you know. Oh, um. Yes. Uh, oh, it's because so-and-so is quite a, quite a high maintenance. Um, <laughs> and she doesn't want anyone else to be the godparents <laughs> or whatever. And then he just like went, that. oh, that's ridiculous. And I thought, how do you know? You've no <laughs> exactly. idea. Exactly. It's family politics. It's complicated. And it is none of your business. So get a life, Brian. But it yeah. was funny when he was like, when did people start calling it slaw instead of coleslaw? <laughs> Such a Brian thing to say, wasn't it? <laughs> and she just went, I don't know, they just do. Yeah. Or something. And she like, fuck <laughs> yeah, off, she you did. irritated old kid. Yeah. I think um, it's that sense of entitlement again, though, isn't it? That we go, that I've never forgiven Jennifer for saying to Kirsty, your elders and your betters. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it was the same thing with Brian, which was, who do you think you are not being yes. my, my granddaughter's? Yeah. Godchild sort of thing. Uh, oh, yes. But Fallon and Harrison, when mm. they were having that sweet chat. That was lovely. Lovely. Oh, I loved them so much because Fallon had this sweet little giggle. Yeah. And it was so adorable and they were so loving. Yeah. Uh, oh, they really made my heart sing. Yeah, me too. And, the f- and I, you know how cynical I am as well. I'm not into this <laughs> yeah. stuffy stuff. But when, when she said um, uh, that, oh, I always thought of them as the golden couple. Yeah, Chris and Alice, and then realise, and we were a bit boring, and then realise actually there is enormous value in being boring, and that you're not completely mental and nearly dead. So you know, it was just really a couple that genuinely 
like each other as yeah. people as well as love each other as a couple. I just yes. thought it was really warm and nice. Well done, them. Yes. They get the points this Who week. Who for them? Ring. <laughs> That's their point. Oh, I think I, was, I meant to say after your monologue, the whole week should have been called whiny knobbins. <laughs> apart from, apart from Farrison, and Harris, Farrison, Farrison, apart from yeah. them. Yeah. Because there was whiny knobbins, but then there was whiny knobbins. Ah, very good. Yeah. Yep. Well done. Just thought I'd get that in. Yeah. That's it for my notes. Good. Um, I really wish Maya was in love with somebody better than Ruari. Oh. Well, uh, no, I thought that was quite, I think it's quite nice, isn't it? Because also it's, it's sort of for him, he's bisexual, isn't he, mm. I think. So, but she's a bit young. I didn't really, I can never remember how old they are, those two. Those she's 15 boys. and he's 18. Oh, yeah. Or yeah, 19 they, now, I think. Yeah, they can go out. Well, yeah. they can. It's a bit of a risk, though. And um, anyway, what with Will brandishing a shotgun the last time he... True. He even tried true. to... No, but I actually thought it was quite not sweet that he hadn't noticed. And, yes. you know, like Josh yeah. or Ben, whatever, which one it is. Ben. Oh, I never tell them apart. Bosh or he, Jen. Yeah, he yeah. was like, oh, my God, yeah. being such a dick yeah. about it. <laughs> Uh, and then Rory was like, uh, "What? No, I yeah. didn't." Yeah, I thought that was. And really he was nice. quite gentle with her with that, yeah, and said, "Yeah, really I'll, I'll eat vegan, whatever the hell they were." Those <laughs> maybe they can things. just be special friends. Yeah. Oh, and maybe she'll end up going out with Josh or Ben instead. Really? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not that interested, to be honest. No. <laughs> she needs. <laughs> but it was funny, wasn't it? All that sort of like, yeah, because didn't you know that like the. Yeah. Polypeptics in the is so bad for the environment that eating foam bananas can actually end the world tomorrow. It was like, oh, you were right. It's like, where did I, I don't understand what you're talking about. I should do, I know. And then, but they're just like, boys don't go, oh, um, what? Or I didn't know that. They just go, yeah, yeah, I know that, obviously, obviously. <laughs> well, actually, I think you'll find that. And then they say something really ridiculous, like, you know, actually, like, hot air balloons produce more dangerous chemicals than all of the cars in the world put together. And if you're in love with, like, Rory, for example, if his best mate comes along as well, you don't go, what are you doing here? Yeah. You just go, hiya, and try yeah. and be really... I love you too. Charming. I love everybody. Yeah, exactly. Does anyone like a biscuit shaped like a head? Yeah. Because you don't want to look like a complete dick. No. No, she's quite. Um, well, she's quite Greta Thunbergy clumsy, isn't she? Yeah. She hasn't well, no, quite... not she's. Well, she's just a bit one note, isn't yes. she? Yeah. I think she needs to get some more interests. Yes. Apart from, but then it's what she feels passionate about. So, yes. good for you, Mia. Good for you. <laughs> Would you like to hear an email? Yeah. From Owen Kiffin, who wants to say thank you to you. He says, I had just managed to expunge from my memory the anus contracting embarrassment of Kate's 40th birthday failed attempt at garnering praise and adulation from her family when she had to remind me of it. Roly eyes emoticon thingy, no, he says. It was, it was good, that, though. It's so funny. And he says, please, can you feed Harriet half a bottle of wine per recording every week? <laughs> no, Owen, I did enjoy can't. myself last week, actually, <laughs> and I did feel quite tipsy at the end <laughs> i think it's because i hadn't had anything to eat beforehand <laughs> um bernie Maguire said 
Dear Lucy and Harriet, well, that was a good idea of mine, wasn't it? Confide in Emma. I'm totally <laughs> devastated, she says. <laughs> well, we can't get it right every time, buddy. And Elizabeth Campion. Mm-hmm. Oh, bless her. Uh, this is just to say that I'm a huge fan of the show. You probably don't remember, but I was an embarrassingly enthusiastic Lucy Freeman fan at Academic Archers last year and did a presentation about land law. I do remember, and you weren't embarrassing, you were lovelily enthusiastic. Um, I have just caught up on about a month's worth of episodes and was so pleased to hear you mention Jill and the Perfect Pony. I was brought up with 60s pony books and I'm under 30, so I have never met anyone who knows about the Jill books, but that was my childhood. The same thing struck me about the modern slavery people, and I was excited to hear someone take this view because I think it is deeply strange that we have things called the Domestic Abuse Commissioner and the Police and Crime Commissioner. Does the latter commission police and crime? Thank you for making the podcast. It is so enjoyable, even when the Archers is having an off week. All the best, Elizabeth. Thanks, Elizabeth. Thank you very much. What do you know about land law then, Lucy? Absolutely nothing. About as much as me does about petrochemicals, actually. <laughs> Good. <laughs> no, I introduced her to somebody, or was going to introduce her to somebody. Help. Elizabeth, did I introduce you to Angela? If I didn't, do let me know, and I will do it. Because I said I should have done it, I'm only two years late, which is quite... <laughs> Quite good. prompt for me. Good going. Yep. There has been a pandemic, remember? Yes, yes, that'll be it. <clears throat> Excuse for everything. Mm. Um, what was I going to say? Something just crossed my mind then, Harriet, mm. and it's gone. Uh, shall no. I do some, like, a musical interlude? Uh, or yes. shall I do, while you're remembering, shall I do what songs the, conti- from the show continuity well, announcers do? When yeah. the, well, that never happens anymore, does it? But no. you remember in, in, in told days, yes. the radio used to sort of, like, the programme didn't work, and yeah. there'd be... A sort of, <laughs> and then there'd be somebody going, "Hello, listeners. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, I'll just uh, amuse you with some um, little notes I made." While I wait on, to uh... hear from our, can we go back? Can we go? No, we can't. Yeah, no, no, we can't. No, apparently the transmitter's caught fire or something. Yes. Oh, I remembered. I had a dream about Kerry Davis. There we go. That was worth it, wasn't it? That was worth waiting for, Lucy. You can't leave us hanging. Well, my dream about Kerry Davis was that Kerry Davis... Maybe you should. No, it wasn't that sort of dream about (laughs) Kerry Davis. Kerry Davis had said to me, I've got a new caravan and I'm going to tour around the UK in my caravan. Would you like to see it? And I said, yes, please, Kerry Davis. And it was three semi-detached houses bolted together on wheels. And he said... It is a bit big and I have to have one of those police escorts because it counts as a wide vehicle. And I was nodding away and I said, that's very impressive, Kerry Davis. And he said, thank you very much. And that was the end of my dream. You know, that wasn't a dream. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, not again. I've seen the picture of it on Twitter. (laughs) What else have we got? I feel like, I suppose, because basically all that happened this Mm. week, all the trouble is when it's a week like last week, we can talk about the other stuff that happened, but it's sort of irrelevant, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter because all that happened, really, yeah. was that Alice's... Yeah, and the rest of it, you are painfully aware, is filler, 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 filler. <laughs> yes, well, at least there like, was no mention of the time capsule. Yep, well. No time capsule. well. No rewilding. Joy got her kit off. Yes, that was a good thing. They should have saved that for the Thursday edition, given us all a bit of a boost. That would have been a hell of a... That would have been a bit of a whiplash, wouldn't it? Gone from people sobbing in car parks and Joy going, shall I take my pants off now? Also, what I didn't really understand with the 
did um, Russ send Lee an email with like a picture of how he wanted him yes. to stand? Yes. Was it like a sort of selfie of how he would... <laughs> I didn't really get it. When, I mean, uh, was it just a sort of like, you know... Uh, but uh, Helen said photo. something really... I know, I didn't understand that either because I was thinking, that's a lot of effort. If Russ has drawn it himself, then scanned <laughs> it in and emailed it to Lee, that sounds far, like far too much effort and attention to detail for Russ. Uh, why wouldn't you just tell them yeah. how to stand when they got there? Yeah. Like this, for instance. And then um, Helen said something really weird, like about the perspective... Well, it gives a sense of perspective. And I thought, what the hell is this? But I had visions of him sort of, you know, looking backwards between his own legs or something. I did like the fact, though, that Joy was ready at a moment's notice. If I had, I would need three weeks notice and, you know. Yeah. Well, she'd obviously like, shaved her pan, legs and everything. Yeah. Or, may, or maybe not. Maybe or maybe not. not and she doesn't care. I don't no. know. But I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I did forget to put my fake tan on. <laughs> <laughs> I put it on my bottom, but not the top. <laughs> did you watch um, Kath and Kim? Yes, I did. <laughs> I loved it. Oh. I've seen it for such a long time. Oh God, it makes, <laughs> it I miss so it funny, when you do it? that voice. <laughs> <laughs> she's cleaning out a drawer, and she went, "I thought it needed a bit of a birthday." <laughs> And I say that now, and no one knows what the hell I'm on about, but it makes me laugh every time. But on Kath and Kim, there was one episode where she was wearing a one a, an asymmetric top, and she only put fake tan on one the one <laughs> shoulder that you could see. So when she took it off, she looked like she like had the mask of Zorro across her. <laughs> very, very impressed with Joy in that episode. She's just so cheerful and lovely and she just cracks on with it and she well, she's there to bring us joy she is but there isn't an equivalent joy there isn't a man no there isn't i was thinking like actually because you know in corrie you'd always have like a sort of very you'd always have a character and um i'm thinking of like what's his name you know the, the guy that used to be the butcher or then there was um you know there's no one there's yeah. jim who's like a sort of character well, jim and jazza may be a combination yeah, of jim I and suppose. jazza but you haven't got anyone very no. camp really no just no. apart from well or, or sort of comedy man no they're all unremittingly it's... depressed <laughs> tired and gloomy i don't know i think there's room for yes no you're right there is somebody like there that. is somebody who's got Someone enough to money joy. to be a bit light-hearted so that they're not perpetually i mean like the literally the antithesis of adam, adam. yeah <laughs> gloom in a bucket yeah not so him. funny how angry yes I he know. always is even when and the only time he wasn't angry was when he was at alice's hen, um yeah baby shower yeah but he was happy in an angry way wasn't yeah he? and or when he was um getting snogged by charlie thomas <laughs> so basically he's either randy drunk or angry that's it he's only got three settings <laughs> but when he said when were you going to tell me <laughs> Makes Jack Brian tell him anyway. Yeah, and then that makes Brian go, oh, don't worry, yes. you know, because it's yeah, just yeah. so, when someone's that self-important, yes. you just want to puncture it, even if you are thinking, actually, is a bit of an arse that Jazza is now leaving, yeah. and actually, we haven't got anyone to do the shearing and the spray. But also, aquaponics, I mean, all you need to do is turn a pump on and off yeah. and stand and look at the fish. It's not, I mean, you, you get no. anyone to do yeah. it. And hopefully, we can now shut down this ridiculous storyline <laughs> so none of us have to 
trying to visualise something fish it, tank. Anyway. Let's just stop on this one, guys. Could we, could we? Could it catch fire? Could it blow up? <laughs> Jazz and leaves. No one cares that it all just the building gets turned. I know. Knock it down and build a house on it, and then everyone can squabble about who's going to live in the house. Well, just make it into an ornamental pond. Yeah, that's all you need to do. Yeah, or a municipal swimming baths. They haven't got. A swimming <laughs> Oh yeah, they don't have a swimming pool. Ah. They they must have one in Felbersham. And they can take the kiddies one. down to the aquaponics. <laughs> they can all have a splash about. Oh, they love but it. No one can actually swim in Ambridge. It's a fact. Really? They've never been swimming, have they? Apart from uh, Lillian Bellamy, who has gills <laughs> <laughs> and flippers. <laughs> Only her. The rest are just all yeah. landlocked. <laughs> And they're suspicious of anyone who lives by the sea. <laughs> they call them the wet people. <laughs> That's why Kirsty went toxic when she fell in the stream. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. Roy oh, wouldn't yeah. come in because he's not a wet person. Oh, that's but... probably why they're damaged from yeah. toxic water. I can't do it. <laughs> I just can't go near it. It brings back too many memories of being fried alive <laughs> by toxins and petrol chemicals. <laughs> don't worry about those, Kirsty. They don't exist anymore. Because <laughs> I'm eating them I all. I was going to say, I've them. sorted them all out now. <laughs> I've sopped up all the petrochemicals with my foam bananas. Absorbent. Well, they you, know when you're, you know when you're half listening to the archers and then they say something like foam bananas. Yeah, you're you like, uh, like your what, what's, what, what's this scene? <laughs> Hang on a minute. I just check my notes. Huh? <laughs> Maybe really crave a foam banana actually because I haven't had one for a long time. I don't know what they are. I mean, obviously they're foam oh, bananas. What? You know those yummy sweets and they're fo- and they taste, but they're banana sweets. They're foam bananas, but they taste. They have that like. Um, synthetic banana taste, which is really delicious. No, it is not really delicious. It's it is delicious. like kiddie penicillin. That's what yes, it's like. Yes, it is. Lovely. Yuck. Oh, you're so <laughs> weird. Um, yeah, no. And I don't like sweeties. And I do not like foam bananas, whatever they are. I'm going to send you some in the post. Don't you dare. I should send them straight back. Um, shall we play Mr. Newbie? Yes. Talking of foam bananas. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Rude. He really is a man-child, isn't he? Yes, he is. How does anybody not know that a life-drawing class is in the nip? Exactly. And as for not being comfortable enough with his own body to do it, he's the first karate instructor I've ever met that wasn't. Exactly. I think he just needs to bite the bullet here and do the class. Just stand up and take it. And by it, I mean Joy's hilariously inappropriate attitude to all of this. She's a bit of a lovely, wobbly, randy old lady, but she's so joyful and somehow innocent about it that it's hard to take offence. I don't think Lee's actually in any danger from her, but by God, Joy's going to get her money's worth. (laughs) Elizabeth's clearly not happy with Russ, though, is she? Is this the beginning of the end for Lily and him? Spoiler alert, I really hope so. They don't hang around in the archers, do they? After saying just last week that she didn't think she should run for parish council, by the time this Monday rolls around, Joy is up to her oxters in an election campaign and, dare I say it, is already the clear front runner. Mm-hmm. I think I speak for all of us when I say that Joy is the perfect candidate, though, especially if she could get, say, Brian or Shula painted in all the colours of the rainbow. <laughs> if she can get the bloody buses sorted out too, so that nobody ever has to talk about them again, so much the better. And to be serious for a moment, 
Joy clearly isn't in the first flush of youth and undoubtedly has the wobbly and saggy and stretchy bits that most of us have. For her to be, quote, perfectly happy to strip off when the relatively young and chiselled Lee shat it and ran away is a lesson in body positivity and loving yourself that we can all use and it cemented her place as number one in my heart. Vote Aww. early, vote often, and vote joy. Yes. Lucy and Harriet referred to this last week, but it really does seem as though we've skipped part of the Emma, Chris and Martha storyline, doesn't it? I've just been back and listened to the end of the last episode they were in together, and Chris says he doesn't know that Alice loves him, and tells her that if she wants to leave, and she says she does, she can leave. I mean, now they're back, they're not exactly carrying on as though nothing has happened, but it does seem a bit... Oh, wait. Hang on a second. We haven't actually heard a word from Chris in the last two weeks, just Alice. <gasps> she stoved his skull in with a bottle of Happy Shopper Polish Liebfrau Milch and buried him <laughs> under Emma's coffee table, hasn't she? It's the only explanation that makes sense. It's a shame for Chris, though. If only Alice had found Jesus a week earlier, he might have been all right. Oh, oh wait, what's this? Chris is alive. I'm not having a good week, am I? Not only is he alive, but he and Alice seem to be making up over memories of the Isle of Wight. Still, it's nice to hear them getting along and imagining a happy future together, and I am, of course, all for it, even if Alice did just say pissed. <laughs> I was thumbing through star listener Laurie Dudley's invaluable Archer's Who's Who again the other day. I reckon now that I've got down to a dozen characters that I haven't met, it's not cheating anymore. And he said that Susan is a horribin and thus a member of Ambridge's underclass. Rarely can this have been demonstrated so clearly as in this conversation with Jennifer about party favours. Susan's a deceptively complicated character who very often frustrates and even, dare I say it, upsets me, but it seems to me that the writers are very firmly on her side here. Yes, the things that she's planning are clearly meant to sound utterly hideous, but she's gone to so much trouble and the macabre baby-faced Beckys are coming from such a place of love you'd need to be a colossal snob not to appreciate them. Speaking of which, here's Jennifer. Yeah. Oh, bloody hell. As usual, I've spoken too soon, though. Despite her initial predictable misgivings, Jennifer and Susan are having a lovely chuckle about the biscuits now, and are going to do it together, and the cockles of my heart are duly warmed. Oh, oh thank God, it's Rory. All my concerns about Mia having a crush on Ed were blessedly unfounded, and even better, I think she could do far worse than Roz. Is he gay or bi? Bi. I think he's bi, right? Yep. Regardless of his sexuality, he's definitely a bit dense, though, because as Ben figures out very early on, Mia's not terribly good at hiding her feelings, and yet Rory just can't see it. Rory's 18 and Mia's 15 and a half, which might potentially cause some issues right now, but will sort itself out in the fullness of time. Sod it, I'm officially shipping them. They have enough in common. They're both fundamentally likeable kids, and Rory's just promised only to eat vegan flumps from now on. <laughs> Greater love hath no man. Flumps? Hashtag what a flump? Team Maury. Uh, my lovely Fallon was so close to getting out of this conversation with Brian unscathed, wasn't she? And yet, no cigar. Fair play to her for not beating Brian to death with a slice of quiche, I say. On the upside for her, if not for me, there are definite signs at home that things are going to be alright between her and Harrisman, and indeed, despite Harrison's pessimism, between him and Chris too. And you know what? Incredibly, we might actually come out of this whole bloody awful mess relatively unscathed. No. If we do, it'll feel like a bit of a cop-out story-wise, 
but on balance, if it saves us more weeks of trauma like we've had recently, I'll take it. In any event, this little section of intimacy between Fallon and Harrison is really nicely done and believable, and I enjoyed it, and now I'm going to have to talk about football again in case anybody thinks I'm going soft. Oh no. More booze awkwardness for Alice with the bottle of champagne. This could all be so simply avoided if she'd just tell people and get some support. Oh, there we go. That's shown me, eh? We might actually come out of this whole bloody awful mess relatively unscathed. Wow. I think I'm going to stop predicting things because I'm completely useless at it. <laughs> Alice is, well, yes, pissed. And now she's nearly dropped Martha and it's all blowing up and... This is unutterably miserable, isn't it? Unspeakably yep. awful. Yep. I know this is ridiculous. It's a radio programme, for goodness sake. But I'm properly upset about this. My only hope is that Alice will get some actual bloody help now instead of pinning her hopes on Jesus. On Monday, <laughs> Susan attempts to pick up the pieces and Jennifer is feeling helpless. Well, she's not the only one. Oh. Oh. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Newbie gets so involved. I know! Oh but God. it's because he hasn't had, like we said before, he doesn't have the emotional shield that we have of <laughs> I knowing. I going to say, the emotional intelligence yeah. to remember. <laughs> it's not real! No, it's not that. It's, it's that we know that in six months' time, Alice will have retrained yeah, as a nun. Exactly. Or be an architect or something completely different. Yes, and no true. one will even remember that she ever had true. a problem with alcohol. Yes, it's the... Uh, yes, he's still inexperienced yes. in uh, yes. not being able to just let it go because yes. everyone else is going to let it go yes. in a couple of months. And it'll all be fine. Yeah. It's quite, it's very rare that it's not fine, isn't yes. it? I mean. It is mostly fine. It is. Someone said he was he was bemoaning it all on Twitter and said, oh, this is so awful. I'm not <laughs> and someone said it's because they're still on four days a week episodes. Oh. So kind of the drama is more intense. There's less filler Ooh, around yes. it. Because Which things actually... have to be squished, concentrated. Yes, and and then and then you know, as we were saying earlier, there's less build up, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. So actually, that's probably why we sometimes feel there's a big gap between. <laughs> there's a lot that goes on off on yes. when your radio's off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the strapline from somebody's podcast, Harriet. Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's just a little something I came up with earlier, actually. <laughs> no, I think if I if I was a betting woman, which I am, yeah. as it turns out, um, oh, I would say that. Uh, Chris will move into um, Ambridge View with um, the baby. Uh, what's Ambridge View? Where Susan and Neil live. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I, I'm not very good at house names. And, and, uh, oh, and then it'll get very tense between yes. Susan and Jennifer suddenly, yeah. won't it? Yeah. 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 And oh, then, it's a shame. I know. Just they they got, got, yeah. Unless they... Unless Susan becomes very kind it would be nice wouldn't it if susan wasn't like susan oh i'm not gonna let alice anywhere near the baby now mm. be nice if she was kind like she was to alice when alice had martha yeah you know yeah but i think it's that everybody has got to adjust to their expect the story of alice everyone has got to adjust it madly yeah because yeah. they've seen her as this Hired, God knows why, because she clearly isn't. But this high, oh, she, as she one was talking about the, in the golden girl, high achieving. <laughs> what? She's no. She couldn't, <sighs> she couldn't deal with it, could she? Oh no, no. that's because she kept getting drunk. That's yeah. why. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she did some sort of engineering thing. Yeah, apparently. and then she was a bloody wedding planner, and then you know, <laughs> oh god. Um, 
so everyone's got to she's built up this mystique or they have built up this mm. story that she is a success, the golden girl and she's everything she you know she looks great she's uh, she's she's clever she's ambitious she's just a, and she's clearly not that or she finds that overwhelming so they've got to massively dial down their expectations of her oh it's really sad actually isn't it imagine imagine that's you know imagine showing coming out and showing the world what you are really are or mm. what you think you really are must be really humiliating and devastating and mm. confidence knocking and you know going actually i'm not mm. what you think i am Very i think hard. once people from from the, the the few alcoholics that i know that have been through aa and stuff mm. they've said it's actually quite freeing oh right oh, because okay. you sort of feel like i've hit the bottom and i can't go any lower now and i'm oh, just right. gonna be who i am i'm gonna say to people no i can't you know, it's almost like yeah. once you've let a little bit of it go, yeah. you can let all of it go. And it's, and it, and, but you have to rebuild yourself and you have to think, okay, that if I'm not this, then who am I? Who am I? She's out of bed again. Lame is. I really want to go and see it for the 140th time when it reopens. Don't you want to be in it? Yeah, of course I do. But I can't be, um, there is a castle on a cloud anymore because I'm 30 years too old. (laughs) (laughs) I've got my jab tomorrow. (laughs) There is a castle on a cloud, but I can't see it because I haven't got the right glasses. Hang on a minute. (laughs) So, yeah. Oh, anyway, we've got a surprise, uh, like, special Ambridge on the Couch this week, haven't we? Yes. That's what it says in the script. <laughs> it doesn't. No, you it haven't bigged it up at all. I have a bit. You haven't. Okay. You've just said, and now we crossed a Felbridge. When, when we say a special, for the, poor Harriet nearly had a nervous breakdown trying to do seven voices all at once. Well, when you sent me the script, you were like, oh, and you're going to be yeah. Kelly or whoever yeah. it was. So I was like, oh, brilliant. I, look, I had a quick look and I was like, oh, great. I've only got one character and it's not even from Ambridge, so I can just do what I want. And then I printed the script <laughs> out, Lucy. Oh, God. <laughs> Look, luck- luckily, they didn't have much to I'm say. I'm not going to write a script for you and not give you <laughs> your voices to do, am I? But we've got a, a male voice this week, Lucy, in uh, Mr. Newby making his acting debut. No, because he was, he was Jeff the bus driver, wasn't he? Jeff never says anything. He did in... Um... He did in the Ambridge play. One. Yes. Mm. Okay. Oh, was that like his audition yes. for this? Yes, he's now been accepted. <laughs> and this is his audition to see if he can do other voices. Oh. <laughs> Character voices. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, That'll send him into a decline. He'll have a new, whole new thing to worry about now. <laughs> oh, he'll really enjoy that. Oh, by the way, I... what is a flump? He said something about Flump. flumps. Yeah, they're sweeties. Are they? Well, the Flumps were that TV show when yes, I was little. with Poodle. Yes. Here are uh, some things I can do with my thumbs. But they're also those marshmallowy sweets, aren't they? Oh, is that what yeah. a thingy banana is then? No, a foam banana is a foam banana. And a Flump is a like sort of marshmallowy twisted thing, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Okay. And now we cross to Felpersham, where Febreze has reopened his salon to the ladies of Ambridge. 
Like many salons hit by the pandemic closure, Febreze of Felpersham is now able to reopen its doors to the women of Borsetshire. Keen to emerge from their lockdown chrysalises and strut their stuff in the bars and restaurants of the county. Uh, sorry? Oh, bar and restaurant of the county. So I said to him, right, if you want me to do bikini waxes, Febreze, I'll do bikini waxes, but I want proper equipment this time. Those candles are useless. Why, it's not even health and safety candles, is it? Well, exactly. And I also said to him, some of the older ladies we get in here need a flamethrower. Come on, girls. We need to be giving our customers the full Febreze of Felpisham experience. Pampering. Glamour, luxury, and those small biscuits in wrappers that break apart and fall in your coffee. All right, Febreze, God! And less of your lipstick, please, Miss Thingy. Kelly, go and say to that lady in the tabard. Is that one of ours? No. She seems to have brought her own. How are you, Clary? Isn't it lovely to be out and about again? Bet you can't wait to get yourself done. Sort out that hair and your eyebrows. Actually, I've been done, Susan. I'm just on my way out. Oh, yeah, of course I can see that now. How the light was in my eyes. Money well spent, though, eh? Yeah, well, I imagine you'll be glad to get rid of that facial hair. I've never noticed before what a look of Brian Blessed you have. Mrs Carter, can you come over to the basins for me? Of course. I want a total transformation today, Lauren. You know we shut at nine, don't you? Oh, hi, ma'am. I didn't realise he was here too. Everyone's had the same idea. We're only missing Pat Archer. Pat? You're joking. She hasn't shaved her legs since 1982. And dry skin? My God, she's like a walking Roy Vater. Oh, this is marvellous, Lauren, darling. I want the eyelash plumper, the glycolic acid serum, Botox in the forehead, filler here and here and... Oh, what's that stuff in the blue bottle? That's the stuff we use to get the lime scale off the taps. Well, we'll have a bit of that on the decolletage, then. Oh, hello, Kirsty, darling. Are you in for a pick-me-up? A facial, actually. Me laughter lines. I can't see any, darling. No, that's the problem. I want some put on. Febreze, can I borrow you for a moment, please? What is it? Be quick, I've got one lady having the fat drained out of her buttocks and another one having it pumped into her face. And if I don't concentrate, <gasps> well, you can imagine. Is my lady over there in the blue tie-dye? She wants to know if we have organic Botox. There's no such thing. She must be crazy. Who is it? Oh, God, it's Miss Madikani Aldridge. Oh, look, tell her it's made from free-range Botoxes that are uh, raised with access to uh, grass. Amazing, I didn't know that. Miss McCrame or Bran, it is organic Botox, I just checked. Oh, brilliant. You see, there are always planet-friendly options available if people just take the trouble to be intelligent about it. Yeah, where would you like it? Well, I'd like to look a bit less cross about everything. So probably forehead and frown lines. And round your mouth to stop the sullen, spoiled look? Yes, all right. Thank you, Lauren. Amazing. What are my waxing options? The landing strip, that's just a little bit. The Hollywood, that's all off. The Brazilian, that's most off. And the Shula, 
That's all on and a pubic wig. So, as the assistants work their magic in this shadowy world of transformation and glamour, we close the door on Febreze of Felpersham. Febreze! My lady's having a reaction again! Where's the EpiPen? And wait for the ladies of Ambridge to return to their homes, polished and smooth. Is that right? They sound like chests of drawers. Mind you, some of them. There'll be another podcast up next week, so subscribe to us on iTunes and you will never miss an episode. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can email Ambridge on the Couch. Ambridge on the Couch. At gmail.com. At gmail.com. Can you do it like, um, like Kath and Kim? Ambridge on the Couch at gmail.com. We are at on Ambridge on Twitter, or you can follow Mr. Newbie on Twitter at Newbie Couch. Newbie Couch. <laughs> Can't do it now. <laughs> Can't do it if I'm asked to do it. I can only do it from spontaneity. I can only do it if I if I have to. If I just have to say bit of a birthday. If I say bit of a birthday, <laughs> then I get into it. And otherwise, I'm not. I'm actually going to watch some. Now. Oh, so am I. <laughs> so in the meantime, <laughs> it's goodbye from us and have a lovely week. Oh, look at me! Look at me! Look at me! <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.